Blog Talk Radio. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland, and our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Not protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is, will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction. The place where the news may seem like a dream and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy because God truth will set you free. John 832. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall, Phil Armstrong. Hello, welcome to the Pastor's Honest, this is Phil Armstrong, and we are going to be talking about Bible prophecy and current events. All right, so um, I'd like to welcome y'all to the show. Um, today is uh, February 18th, my birthday, so um, just one step closer to the grave. No, I was joking. <laughs> one step, uh, one year, blessed to be alive, or more year, blessed to be alive. So um, what I want to talk about today is the Smita, the Smita cycle. Um, and um, in Leviticus chapter 23 and Leviticus chapter 25 talks about the Jubilee. Um, and then Daniel chapter 9 gave, um, and we're going to go into that today, gave a um, a time on when the Messiah would show up uh, and when the Messiah would um, die. And, of course, we know that Jesus was raised from the dead, but uh, he gave a time that he would be cut off. And I don't, I don't know, even know if the people of that day even knew cut off means. Um, but we'll go into that much further. Now, the Word of God talks about a thousand years being a day to God, and a day being a thousand years that's spoken of in Psalms 90 and also um, Peter. You know, somewhere in Peter talks about a day to the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. I think it's Second Peter chapter three. And the reason why I wanted to bring that up first is, is, is I wanted to fill in the gap between the the time that the Messiah is cut off and the time that um, Jesus will, of course, um, come back again. And I want to fill in that gap first so we can understand. Um, where Daniel's 70th week has a gap, a long gap. Now, 
I call it the time of the Gentiles and also the time of um, the church or the age of grace and many other um, writers and, and preachers and and, and um, scholars call it the time of grace also. Now, as we back up, we know that Daniel 70 week gives um, now weeks in the, in the Bible are, where we get our seven days, they get seven years. It's, it's our, like in the United States, we have decades. They have weeks. So in the in the word of God, God is trying to pinpoint exactly when the Messiah will show up. That's why the, the wise men knew where Jesus was going to be. That's also why the uh Moses, when he was a baby, they tried to kill Moses because they know that someone was coming that will be a uh, messenger for for God. And they tried to kill all the um, uh, born that was um, two years old or whatever. And that's why his mama sailed them up the sea. They tried to kill all the Israelites, uh, the people from Israel, but it didn't work. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, so in 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 uh, the word of God, they tried to kill all babies that was a certain age in the Bible because Herod knew that the Messiah um, would come at a specific time, and I'm pretty sure there were some pre um, priests and wise men, just like in. Um, Moses' day that tried to um, leer uh, uh, I'm not care. actually I was doing YouTube for a second and I guess I lost signal it's terrible I need to get my wirecast fixed but anyway uh, anyway let's 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 go on to bigger and better things let's uh Talk about. I'm going to go ahead and take a break because I got something I got to take care of. I'll be right back. Big story we're following. New Yorkers can now apply for the new enhanced driver's license. This was Melissa Hunt's mind as the bridge was awaited. Melissa? Melissa, they've only been available for a couple of hours, but already more than 100 New Yorkers have applied for the new enhanced driver's license. Officials say that they'll make crossing borders like here at the Peace Bridge safer and faster. Now, starting June 2009, federal law will require you to either have the enhanced driver's license or passport to enter into the U.S. from Canada, the Caribbean, or Bermuda. Now, the new enhanced driver's license has a special radio frequency chip inside that will make it faster at the border crossing. Now, for a regular renewal, the enhanced license costs $80. That's $30 more than a regular license, but a passport costs more than $100. Now, a birth certificate will suffice at the border until June 2009, and it will always be accepted for children under 16. Now, it used to be that 8,000 forms of ID were accepted at the border, but come June, it, that number will only be six. But why should a traveler pick an enhanced license over a passport, a Nexus card, or a new passport card? Enhanced driver's license makes the most sense because it is a multiple use document. Again, citizenship, identity can be used for driving. It surpasses the other applications of all those other documents. And we encourage uh, residents uh, of the state of New York who are U.S. citizens to get them. We don't need to rush in today. 
Yes, it's an exciting day. It's September 16th. It's one of the first time you've lost to have one. I understand that. But you really don't need it until June of 2009. And once you apply for the enhanced driver's license, you should receive it in about two weeks. Now, when you go to the DMV to apply, you'll need to bring several forms of documentation. And so you're asked to go to the DMV's website or the Erie County Clerk's website to check out what those documents are. It'll make your time at the DMV a lot easier. We linked the Erie County Clerk's website to our website, WIBB.com. Reporting live at the Peace Bridge, Melissa Holmes, News 4 at noon. All right, thanks for the update on that, Melissa. Now, if you still have questions about these new licenses, we'll help you get them answered. Erie County Clerk, Kathy Hogle. This next announcement is serious news, and you won't hear it in the mainstream media. We are living in an age full of catastrophic events, and it's getting worse. But before we go on, remember this website, highgrounds.us. In the past two decades, natural disasters have increased by 800% within the U.S. alone. Cataclysms like Hurricane Katrina killed and displaced thousands because they were not prepared. And the 2008 economic collapse could happen again, but be much, much worse. So type this into your web browser, highgrounds.us. Highgrounds.us is your complete source for family survival necessities. You'll find food and water with a shelf life of 25 to 30 years, plus tents, portable containers, light, heat, first aid, and much more. Go to our website, highgrounds.us, or call 1-888-202-9094. Place your order now and be prepared. That's H-I-G-H, highgrounds.us. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Highgrounds.us Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Okay, before I went on break, I had was talking about um, the reason why Pharaoh had all those kids, um, two-year-olds killed, uh, and that was before um, Moses uh, came along. And I'm going to have to end up fighting a speaker that's um, trying to come on, so I'm going to have to hurry up and get off this page. Well, anyway, um, Pharaoh was worried about the Hebrew people getting too big, and that's why... Uh, he uh, had the, the um, kids killed. Um, so I, I don't know what the heck I was talking about earlier on. But, um, yeah, <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know where I got that from, but uh, I was just running my mouth. But anyway, uh, so um, where was I at? Um, 
So the Sweet of Cycles cover um, the Jubilees. Now, the Jubilees are every 50 years plus um, 49 years plus one. It's when all debts will be returned and canceled. And um, many things happen on the Jubilee. Now, the Jubilee um, plays a big part in time because when Noah... Um, when God was going to destroy the earth, he says, my spirit would not always strive with man. Uh, and so uh, man's life would be 120 years. Now, is man's life 120 years? Now, it, it, I see most people dying too young, pretty darn young. So, when you look at um, 120 years, um, could it have been spoken of in Leviticus, 120 jubilees? Uh, and he was giving us a marker on uh, man, because remember he was destroying men altogether in the flood. He wasn't having, he wasn't just contending with one person. He was contending with mankind. So he said, my spirit will not always strive with men, not a man, but men. Uh, so he gave us a time period on how long uh, men were going to be able to be on the earth. Now, what I explained in one of the videos that I just did on YouTube, um, and I'm still an amateur on YouTube, <laughs> so, but in one of the videos that I did on YouTube, I was explaining that um, iniquities are stretched. And what I mean by that is uh, mankind gets worse and worse, e even even with generation after generation after generation. And um, it could be passed on by DNA and generational curses, but I'm not talking about generational curses. I'm talking about the more your blood, the more, now we all sinners. We started off with Adam and Eve, but and men have always been terrible. I mean, <laughs> men have always had their good points too. Men and women have always been to a point where they're feeding their babies inside of, um, Moloch and burning them up and stuff like that. So yeah, we the more things change, the more things stay the same. But I'm saying that iniquity has reached its point uh, after 120 jubilees. So he says, my spirit will not always strive with man. So evidently, he, the, his spirit will not strive with always strive with man because iniquity will reach its course. And he would have to call it call it close. Now he did that already in in Noah's time, uh, and just in the days of Noah, he would do it again. But he would not do it with um, water. He would do it this time by judgment, and, and later on by fire, as he renovates the earth. Now. That being said, 120 times 50 is 6,000. So we've reached that point. And also the word of God says um, that a nation will be born in one day. And that nation we know that was Israel. We also know that in Matthew 24, uh, it says, now learn the parable of the fig tree. Now, 
if it's a hundred and twenty jubilees, then they should be lined up perfectly when God is going to come back. Now, Sir Isaac Newton was looking at Daniel chapter nine. 24 through 27, and he noticed that the 62 weeks was by itself, and the seven weeks were by themselves, we're leaving 69. And then, of course, there's one more left for the Antichrist to have come. There's another seven. Now, uh, I'm going to turn to, I think I've already got it open. I'm going to go ahead and turn to Daniel chapter um, 9, verse 24. Four, and it says seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgressions, and to make an end of sins, and to make reconciliation for iniquities, and to bring in everlasting righteousness, and to seal up the vision and the prophecy, and to anoint the Most High. <laughs> know therefore. And understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem until the Messiah, the prince, shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. The streets shall be built again and the walls even in troublous times. And after three score and two weeks, which is Sixty-two weeks shall the Messiah be cut off, but not of himself. Now, am I cross-eyed or he just said after three score, which is sixty, and two weeks, which is two, so that's sixty-two. So the Messiah is cut off. So that's it. So where's the where's the seven? And I'm gonna cover that in a minute. Now, let's go back to when I was talking about Hosea. Hosea. Um, Chapter 6, and it says, after two days he will revive us from the Jewish people, and after the third day he should raise us up to be in his sight. So when the Messiah is cut off, those two days, those 2,000 years, a day to the Lord is 1,000 years, and 1,000 years is a day spoken of in Psalms 90 and in the book of Peter. Um, so um, I'm doing something on my computer for a second So, I'm getting the scripture for a second. Um, uh, verse 66, uh, Isaiah 66, 8 says um, that who have heard such a thing? Who have seen such a thing? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travails, she brought forth her children. Now, a nation was born in one day, and we know that Israel was born in 1948. So, we know we're in the end times. That's why I said that. We know we are in the end times. There's no question about that, that we're in the end times. That's not what we're pointing out when we look at the Smita and the Jubilee. Now, 120 jubilees from Adam and Eve all the way up, that's 6,000 years. Um, we're just trying to, when I was in the Army, we used, we used compasses. We used um, land navigation. And, and now we have um, GPS. 
So, but let's go back to the compass. The compass, like if we want to, if they wanted us to find a point on the map, orientate a point on the map, we can get the point on the map within a mile of that target. We can get it within a half a mile. We can get it in within a quarter of a mile. We can get it within five blocks. We can get it within one block. We can get it on the nail. And that's what we're doing here in Bible prophecy. We we understand that 1948 is like getting it within a mile. And then 1967 plus a jubilee is like hitting it on the nail. Now, here's what I want y'all to do. If y'all if y'all if you want to uh, look at some stuff, you can look at um, um, the last jubilee, which is 49 years plus one. Now, 49 years uh, plus one is 50. Now, now 40 40 49 40 49 years plus 7 is 56 years. And if you put that in a day counter from from June 7th, 1967, you put 56 years, you, you're going to come up with um, 2022. And, of course, if you back off seven years, you're going to come up exactly um, to the T, to the, to the if you break it up into day, now remember, uh, the Jewish people have a calendar of 360 days. So their holy calendar is 360 days. So you count all these jubilees with 360 days instead of our calendar, the Jugurian calendar, with 365 days. So if you take if you if you now let's go back for a second now if you take um six if you take all the jubilees the hundred and twenty jubilees and mark it up you're gonna come up with six thousand years <clears throat> but we lost track of where these jubilees are so we can go ahead and back off we know that things happen in nineteen in nineteen um seventeen uh and we we know that something happened in the Middle East. We know that something happened in return. We know the Ottoman Empire was bombed, destroyed. World War One was um, started, and and Israel, well, not at the time Israel, but the, the that the sovereign state of Israel was starting to form. And um, let me, I'm doing something right now, so please bear with me. Six, eight. So in 1867, I'm pretty sure if you put put it uh, close to it, if you put that in your search engine, you'll find out that something happened to have to do with Israel at that time. But I'm not saying every jubilee had something to do with from the found from the foundation of Adam and Eve being in the garden, and you count up every 50 years something happened. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that God is. Is, is pointing something out that he's trying to tell us that God is a, a God of order. He's, a, he's not a God of chaos. He's not a God of confusion. There's something happening um, where God tells you what's going to happen before it happens. He tells his, he's, he tells his um, <coughs> prophets, he tells his people, he tells his kings, his priests, that something's going to happen in the latter days. 
in the, in the last day, when, it, when the Bible says we are in the last days, a day to the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years as a day. When Jesus was was died, buried, and resurrected, uh, we were in the last days then. Because 6,000 years, you got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, let's say Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Now, if I tell you we're in the last days of this week, we're not because today is what Wednesday. We're in the middle of the week. Um, so, six, after six thousand years, the Lord will rest on the seven thousand year and call things to completion. So, we are definitely um, looking at the Middle East right now. We're looking at Hezbollah. We're looking at Syria. We're looking at we're looking at Greece. And the new leader of Greece, uh, which I don't think he's the Antichrist, but um, work with me here. Um, I think the the Antichrist is not seen. I think that, that I can take my best guess to say that the Antichrist will be the next leader of Syria after Assad is taken out, after Damascus is destroyed. Now, uh, so with that being said. We are on a crash course to having Matthew 24 take place, the first part of Matthew 24, before the rapture of the church is taken out, but the Christians are taken out. Now, we have these four blood moons sitting up here. Uh, we already had two, and we're going to have another one, plus another one, plus an extra one, plus we're going to have one on um, Rosh Hashanah, which is a half uh, eclipse. And we're going to have, and now now going back to that last Jubilee, um, which I believe was the last Jubilee, if you count it from um, when the Bible talks about in Matthew 24, and it, I mean, I'm sorry, um, Daniel chapter 9, verse 24, and it says, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to establish transgressions. I mean, to finish transgressions, excuse me, and to make an end of sin. Okay, so... We know in 70 A.D. that the uh, that Israel was um, um, the temple was destroyed and, and and the Jewish people were dispersed. Now we know that the centerpiece of of everything will be Israel, and then we know the fig trees will be all the information about Israel in the last days, all the all the things that happened to Israel in the last days, and we know that in that last jubilee will be the last. Uh, the last jubilee, so 120, so 119 have already happened. Now we're in the last jubilee, or we in a we in a five year or 50 year cycle, which is broken up by seven. Now let's go to the smita. The smita is um, uh, Jonathan Kahn um, came up with the smita. Now every seven years there's a, a there's a correction in the markets. Now let me tell you what the smita is. The smita is is Every seven years, um, God would, uh, would re of course, it's built into the system. I think it's built into the how the world is. It's built into reaping and sowing. Um, every seven years of the Jubilee, uh, is, the Jubilee is broken up into seven years for 49 years plus one. And uh, we are headed, and now the, the 50th year, of the Jubilee is uh, 
just that, a jubilee year. And all debts are returned and and you know, all debts are paid off and and things like that. But um Two thousand fifteen going into two thousand sixteen is is one thing to have your debts paid. But if you are, if that's if you're on God's side, but if you're not on God's side, um, He takes from you. And the judgment of God is coming on America anyway, um, and we need to pray for the United States, and we need to make that we need to pray earnestly. Uh, so what 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 what's gonna happen if we got a jubilee, which is the fiftieth year? We got four blood moons. We got the end of a speed cycle. Now, if you bag up from two thousand fifteen to then you bag up eight uh, seven years, you're gonna have you're gonna roll into two thousand eight. And what happened in two thousand eight? There was a stock market correction, big time. And if you go back another uh, seven years. You go into two thousand one, and what happened in two thousand one? Uh, the markets reacted big time. They were uh, sweeter. You go back to nineteen ninety four. Nothing really happened to the markets. Uh, but if you go back seven years before that, in nineteen ninety nineteen eighty seven, the markets made a correction. If you go back before that. In 1981, the markets were making a correction. But um, we understand even before, even if, before I even heard the Smita, that the United States is bogged down in debt, and um, we have derivatives that that are so sophisticated instruments that uh, derivatives by themselves can cause the markets to to explode. Uh, our um, T bonds and all our bond, the bond markets are are highly inflated. I mean, it's a mess, and um, it's just a matter of time. Even before we even heard about this meter, um, it was a matter of time. Like I say, like I go back to 1948. I mean, it, it, we're in the last generation. We're we're, we're there. Um. And people people don't understand that. They say, Well, you got the you got the blood moons and the smeter and all this other stuff and the Jubilee. That stuff is not gonna happen. Um but we're in the end times anyway. That's just to give us a marker. Like I said before, if you're in the military, you condense it down to the very exact spot. GPS, if you if you if you give your kid a GPS phone and you want to track your phone, one of my coworkers tracked their kids. And she can get them down to the last, the very spot that he's standing on. And that's exactly what we're doing. Is we know we know within a, you know, hypothetically saying we know within a mile, which is 1948. Of course, it's not. It has nothing. It's no connection to it. But yeah, I'm just making a point that we we got it down to a mile. 1967, we even pushed it even further. We know that the mark of the beast technology, we know that Russia wants to take over the West um, and destroy it. We know that um, that homosexuality and, and all of these things are in the Bible and just in the days of Noah. Uh, we know all that stuff. So 
it's not a matter that you can listen to the show and say, yo, you're wrong. I mean, that's no, I mean, I'm not going to get offended about it. I'm just saying that, that we're in end times anyway. So these blood moons that's sitting up here, what do you, what, what do you think, what do y'all think is going to happen? Um, especially on Facebook, because I'm going to drop this in Facebook. What do y'all think is going to happen at the last blood moon? Now, going back to Sir Isaac Newton, Time period. If you if you go on um, Google and 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 punch in day counter, and then punch in I, I think it's date setting or date date set. Um, it's funny I said date setting, and this is not date setting. I'm just saying, just look at it for a second. Um, now I'm not trying to be funny or nothing, but if you punch in um, for the date. Um, Six, seven, nineteen sixty-seven, and then you um, punch in. Um, you first you go to calculate it. Um, let's mark it down. Let me see. Um, Three hundred and sixty times forty-nine, and I think you come out seven one seven four six seven something like that. Well, I'll just go ahead and uh, add it up as soon as I can find my calculator. But if you if you punch in those numbers on the day counter, you're going to come out to September 23, uh, 2015, which is coincidentally Yom Kippur. So Sir Isaac Newton was saying that the 62 weeks from the time Anarchus, Anarchus, hopefully I'm not butchering his name, but um, King Anarchus, I think it is. Um, let me see how you spell it. Anyway, from the decree to restore and build Jerusalem to the Messiah will be 62 weeks. And then he doesn't say anything about the seven weeks that's left, which will make 69 plus the one. So with Sir, Sir, so it's seventeen thousand six hundred and forty. I've already had it on my calculator. So seventeen thousand six hundred and forty. So you take that number and you punch it into the day counter, and you'll come up with exactly uh, September twenty third, um, two thousand fifteen. And what's unusual about the whole thing is. Uh, you know, this has to be the world's biggest coincidence. They even come to the exact day of Yom Kippur. Now, uh, Rosh Hashanah will have a uh, half eclipse, which is unusual by itself. And the strangest thing about the whole thing is that on September 13th, which will begin Rosh Hashanah, is the same day that the uh, Smita cycle ends. And it's the same day that the Jubilee begins. The 50th year begins. Not the 49th. The 49th is ending. The 50th begins, which is another coincidence. And then uh, please be, uh, be, please watch and see. Watch and see if this is true. I mean, it might not be true. This might, it might, this might be a setup for what's going to happen in 2016, 17, 18. But from, from me, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm not afraid to be wrong, but 
I can tell you this, it everything looks coincidental. But is it a coincidence? No. But we have been in a position where it was a coincidence before and we thought this was it, this was it. And it wasn't it. There's a lot of crazy notions going on around thinking that John Kennedy was the you know, Antichrist and all the way up to Ronald Reagan. We I mean, just recently Juan Carlos of Spain. I mean, yeah, and and now the the Grecian um, guy, who's the Grecian president, is supposed to be the Antichrist, which I don't think he is. I, I don't think the church is going to see the Antichrist. If you see the Antichrist, you've been left behind. Now, let me change. Let me take that back. If you see if if you if the Antichrist signs a peace agreement, then you've been left behind. But there is a chance that the Antichrist could be known by a small number of people who can catch it. Before the rapture of the church, but the rap between the now and the rapture of the church could be anywhere from a few weeks, a few months, to a few a, a year or two. But to be honest with you, I, I think it's now. I think we're going to see um, a Middle Eastern war between now and April, the end of April, maybe March. I mean March, April, um, and I think we're going to see a peace agreement that has no time on it. So the peace agreement has no time. So people are going to be jumping for joy. Oh, this is it. This is it. This is it. And I don't know why they even say this is it because they're post-trivers. Who cares? I mean, really, just think about it. Who who can get excited for the post-triv view? I mean, heck, who can get excited for the mid-triv view? Because think about this. If it's mid-triv, then how is he going to get us to take the mark if we're out of here? Unless he's just taking us out before the mark happens. And he's not going to do that if it was mid-trip because I'm pretty sure we'd be getting rescued by just, oh, rescue me before I have to take this mark. It ain't going to work that way. And then think about this. He says, pray that you can escape. And in, in, in um, Luke 21, uh, verse 36, he says, pray that you can escape. So if it's post-trib and the tribulation's over, what am I escaping? Oh, oh, I get it. Pray that you escape an extension of the tribulation period. Is that what it is? Now, we already know it's seven years, so we're not escaping too much. So it it, it just goes back to the pre-trib. He says, no, he says, no one knows the day and hour. Of course, I can talk to you about the Feast of Trumpets on that one. But he says, no one knows the day and hour, or be ready also for the time that you think not the Son of Man comes. Or he says, and, and Luke 21, one of my favorite chapters, that he's going to come upon the earth like a snare. So if he's coming upon the earth like a snare, that's like a trap. So wouldn't I know he's coming if, if hello? Wouldn't I know he was coming? Wouldn't I know he was coming? Would I know he because we already been through crap. We already been frustrated by the Antichrist and he's already chopped off everybody's heads. And by the way, it's probably just like the Georgia Capstone said, it's only five hundred something million people left. Oh, rescuers. What happened to the people that got their heads chopped off? So what I'm trying to the point I'm trying to make is the the post trip and I don't really talk bad about post trip miniature people, that's their opinion. But I take time out right now to say it's dude, the post trip is the dumbest idea I've ever seen in my whole entire life. 
Mid-trib is, is is not as dumb. I can actually tolerate mid-trib because, I mean, heck, you can get me out of here before they give me the mark. I'll be, now I will have to make that dumb decision. Of course, I'm not going to make the dumb decision. I'm saying we are not going to have to make the dumb decision, many multiple cushions. But there's going to be many, billions of people saved in the, in, the, in the tribulation period, but that's no excuse to want to stay here. None. So the, the 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 church is is lukewarm, and they they're not looking for Jesus Christ to come back. The multiple churches are not preaching in times, and what they're doing is they 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 they're preparing their their uh, congregation for life itself, rather than to meet the the groom or to meet. For the bride to meet its king or husband, whatever, the Messiah. And do we really uh, do we really look for Jesus to come back? I mean, are we really wanting him to come back? Now I'm extending the show for 15 more minutes, actually 17 more minutes, and I got some more stuff to talk about before we go off. Uh, but yeah, Isaac Newton was saying once again to just just briefly touch on what I was talking about earlier, but that the 62 weeks would get us to about 430. Now, if you add to if you add to forty nine, it'll bring us all the way up to to four hundred and sixty something, which will overlap, which will giving us enough thirty three years. So that makes sense to me. The sixty nine weeks. Now, I'm not saying I agree with Sir Isaac Newton. I'm just saying. I mean, but it makes sense though. It makes sense that even if he, even if what he was saying was wrong, the sixty nine weeks still fit into where Ursus um, made the decree to um, rebuild Jerusalem to the Messiah. But what gets me is when he says, I think in verse 26 of Daniel chapter 9, it says, and after three score in two weeks. It Now, if you have your Bible, go to it and look at it. <clears throat> it didn't say what it said at the beginning. It says 70, okay, at, at verse 20, 24, it says 70 weeks are determined upon thy people. And it goes through the, it goes through all of that. And then it says, know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the prince shall be seven weeks. Now remember that seven weeks. Three score in two weeks. And he talks about the streets shall be built again in the walls, even in troublous times. Now, the 62 weeks, now when you drop down to verse 26, here's the 62 weeks, but there's the seven weeks are missing, which were 49 years. He says, and after three score in two weeks, shall the Messiah be cut off. So what happened to the seven weeks? So that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of like looking at Sir Isaac Newton and saying, wow, maybe he has something there. 
So it, the 49 weeks happens when Jerusalem was a nation. And don't forget the blood moons that were there at that time in 1966 to 1967 saying, hey, this is a signal, 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 Jerusalem's being taken back by the Jewish people until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Jerusalem should be trotting down into what the, the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. So on that specific time period, count 49 years up or 1,700, I mean, sorry, 17,040, I'm sorry, 17,640. I have to turn my phone back on and put that into a day counter. Seven, yeah, 17,640. Put it into a day counter and go all the way up. And you just have to put the days in there. You don't have to put the, the date. Just put the days in there, add it up, and you go all the way up to, um, all the way up to, damn, what the heck? I just thought about something. Anyway, you go all the way up to um, September 23rd, 2015, exactly to Yom Kippur. So if the rapture of the churches take place, it will take place between September 13th of this year and September 15th. Now, if it's another year, it's another year, folks. I'm not saying that this is the year. But I... I but I will say this, like a candy in the can, a kid in the candy store, so many signals, I don't know what to do with them. So keep an eye on Jerusalem. Keep an eye on Israel. Keep an eye on Hamas and keep an eye on Syria and all of the, the countries that are touching Israel. Because them, them next, some 83 war. I had um, Bill Salas on my show. I didn't get a chance to have Jonathan Kahn. But I also had, um, I didn't have John Hagee, but I had um, I had um, uh, Mark Blitz on my show. And I've had a few people, Tom Ice. And, and I, I was just thinking about how many people I had on my show, and that was pretty pretty awesome um, <laughs> to have him on the show. Uh, and I can I can just sit up here for a while and telling people Rick Wiles, I mean multiple people on my show, and um, it's just a blessing to take advantage of the time that we're living in now because between April and September is what five months and that's grace. So the last blood moon, um, be from 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 just this from just the spring will be April 4th and then the next blood moon would be September 28th so that's a five month period folks and the in the, the, the number five equals grace so if this is the year if this is the year then we have a grace period to get the lost saved or to be used of the Holy Spirit to get the lost saved we can't do nothing of ourselves. It's the gift of God. It's the power of God. Uh, it's the power of God from the from the grace of God to save us by faith, to the power of God to deliver us from uh, sins and, and and help and give us the power to live a righteous life. And um, and and tell you this, folks: if your family is not excited about Christ's return, don't get upset. Don't jump off a building. Um, just know that uh, that God is going to work all things for the good to those who who love Him, and know that and pray for your family. Pray for your family 
And when you're done, pray for your family. Pray that they would have an understanding of what's going on. Now, I'm going to have another show because I really don't feel like I explain this stuff right. I was I just explained it out of excitement rather than just explaining it. Um, but, you know, we need to get excited about this. Um, like I said, the majority of the church is not watching, and that affects your family, especially if you take your family to a church who don't really give a damn if Jesus Christ coming back or not. And they, some people even believe in kingdom now where they don't really believe in it. You know, Kingdom Now, I, I remember one of the uh, hosts on Broad Talk Radio is trying to get me and Susan and some of the other people to come on the show and talk about Kingdom Now principles. And we we caught that. And me and Susan caught that. And we was like, Kingdom Now. You know, they want the Kingdom Now. They want they want their cake and eat it, too. They want, uh, they want God to... Uh, Give them a piece of cake and 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 rub their back all at the same time. They, they mean they don't want any of God, but it's fine to um, to want to live down here, where the you know. But you know, God God says occupy until I come, and if you're occupying until He comes, that's a great thing. That's a good thing that God wants you to uh, to preach the gospel. And be used of God. Now, the Bible talks about entering in through the straight gate, coming into heaven through a straight gate. What does it mean by that? What does it mean to be getting ready for Christ's return? What does it mean? What did Esther do when she got ready? She got ready, right? And uh, it was a mirror of the church getting ready when so when Christ returns will he find faith and I hope he finds faith I hope he finds faith in me I hope he finds faith in you will we will we be will we will we be raptured if we're not looking for Christ and I'm starting to change my mind on that issue because if I if I have a football game or if I have a you know, uh, if I play high school football, college football, pro football, and I don't know the date, we deliver your order. What does that mean? I got a message from. Uh, I hope I my my. Uh, I don't know where that message just came from, but I I had got a message from. Uh, from Skype, and I was just making sure I wasn't running out of money as I make this phone call. Uh, I, I, I'm not I'm not certain because I actually made the dial call myself. See, normally, um, Block Talk Radio will automatically make the dial call, your, but I had to make the call because I, I haven't been doing any shows so in a while, so that, I apologize for that, but um, we cannot hold back anymore, folks. Uh, God was working in me through the course of the times I wasn't doing shows and he was getting me ready to be able to do these shows. But then once I get on here, I get so excited. Um, now, you know, people might tell you that these blood moons and Smita and all this stuff is, is not going to happen and it might not happen, but I don't see any reason why it won't. And if it, if it does happen, 
and people say, well, Christ is not coming back, they they can almost be considered as scoffers. They can say, see, it did not happen. And that's what we're dealing with now. We're dealing with people who, churches who do not teach their congregation in time Bible prophecy, and they're selling them short. Because some a lot of those people, especially at my church, aren't going to be ready. I can almost tell you that. And I'm not going to tell you why, but there are some good reasons for me to know that the people at my church aren't going to be ready for the Messiah's return. They just ain't. But like I said, going back to it again, 1948, Israel became a nation. There were blood moons back then. So there were blood moons, and and, and when Israel became a nation, there's blood moons when Israel took back Jerusalem. And now we have another set of blood moons. See, the the one in 1949 and 50, actually, God was saying that this is what happened. And I told you a nation would be born in a day. It doesn't make any sense to be before it. Now, a war, if God's trying to warn you that a war is coming, he's going to put it before it. So 1967 to 1966 to 1967, he's saying there is a war coming. So now he's saying he's putting it before so if he's putting it before, then he's saying that in nineteen well, two thousand fourteen to two thousand fifteen, he's saying uh, he says I'm warning you that something's coming, and so he puts it before. So the world knows. The world knows if you listen to some of the smarter commentators, if you listen to the smarter, smarter uh, and the analyst that says that um, the, the markets are going to collapse. And they've caught on to these cycles. They've caught on to various cycles that, that that's happening now, that these cycles are saying that, hey, something's going to happen. But you can also read your, your, your front page. It, I ain't talking about stuff that your media won't tell you. That's, stuff, that's, that's something else. But I'm saying the... Um, Warning signs that are that are here that eventually war is going to break out in the Middle East. That eventually race riots because of Ferguson, because of even the things that happened up where I live at in 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 um in um Tri Cities. A Mexican guy gets shot for no reason by the cops. I mean, eventually we're going to see a revolution in the streets of America. And the revolution is not that far off, folks. Not that far off at all. So, with that being said, how are you to escape these things? Pray that you escape these things. How? You to get ready. You to not only believe in Jesus, that that he saved you by grace through faith, but that faith without works is dead. That God wants you to live your life pleasing to him the set-apart ones, that you are to be born again, to set be set apart. You're not born again to stay in a different family. You're born again to stay in the family that you were born again. You're born in spiritually. And that's the, the kingdom of God, the kingdom that belongs to God. You belong to Jesus once you become saved. You must decrease that he must increase. 
that God loves you, and He does not. He does. He loves you so much. He's, he loves you enough to not leave you the same. If you have addictions, God will take them away from you. But you have to seek the Lord with all your heart. You have to be born again. And people don't want to hear what I'm saying. People don't want to hear that you, when you become born again, you, you don't just remember God once a week. You don't just remember God passively. You don't sit there and watch all your shows and then just, you know, somebody try to tell you something. You look at them crazy. Like, you know, the person tells you over and over again. Their family members, you know, you, I watched uh, Left Behind. No, no, people don't like to hear Left Behind. But I watched Left Behind, and I and I see that people, um, you know, the girl in Left Behind they didn't want to hear it from her mom until it was too late. And that's exactly how it's going to be, folks. It's going to be too late to understand what's going on. But uh, God bless everybody. Um, I want to continue to be doing shows until Jesus comes back. Um, and like I said before, it could, it very, could very well be today. Uh, I, I believe in Rosh Hashanah, but it, 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 it can be wrong. A lot of people are wrong, you know, early on. It could be today. So if you don't know Jesus, give me your life now before it's too late. Because you can die today also. You know, today is my 46th birthday. I think I'm old as dirt. <laughs> but I don't mind being old, especially when I'm going to live to be a trillion, gazillion years old. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't plan to die. I plan to give my life to Jesus and have eternal life. And that life is in Christ. So, um, I love y'all out there. Uh, I'll be praying for y'all. Uh, I pray for this show. I pray that um, that God will uh, double the show, triple the show, um, and give us an extra portion of that blessing of the Spirit of God. Well, thank y'all for listening, and God bless y'all, and y'all have a wonderful day. You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on The Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus. God bless y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day.